But guys, welcome back to another episode of IFTV Serie Audio Experience. You got Antonio here. You got P here. You got Gaetano here. Marco's not here. Thank God. Wait, did he not, was he sick or something? No, that guy ducked us. He just, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's a backstabber. He just left for Italy. He's just enjoying life over there. Unbelievable. If you guys don't know already, uh, they have a little segment, Marzo con Marco. So Marco is going to be spending six weeks in Italy covering amazing matches, especially the first one, uh, the Derby uh, della Madonnina, the first leg of the Coppa Italia, mm. Milan versus Inter. We're going to do a watch along. Are you going to be here? Of course. P, do I didn't get your I thing. I gotta yet. reschedule everything, but I'll, I'll Look, try to be here. Looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Gaetano. <laughs> maybe. Oh no, Wednesday you said you'll. Wednesday be. Okay, I'll be okay, here. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, for the next one. Okay, but What's Wednesday, by the way. Uh, Juventus, Fiorentina. You know, oh, Fiorentina, Juventus. Oh my God! Yeah, I just hope that Joe wins. And Vlaovic, Vlaovic yeah, is going Lucas. back oh to Fiorentina. I just want to. I want to be in the stadium when he walks in. I want to oh. see. I want to <laughs> so see Bonaventura. I want to see Bonaventura scoring. I want to see everybody scoring except for Vlaovic. I think he's going to be just, booed. Just the entrance of Vlaovic. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you probably find the hostility that you found you know, in Rome, in ancient Rome, in the gladiators. Anybody from Florence? Anybody from Florence? If you're gonna pick up this podcast and listen to this podcast, what you do when you take the dog to walk, please pick up the stuff from the dog and don't throw it out. As soon as Vlaovic walks inside the field, just throw it to Vlaovic. Oh, this, this is obviously gonna be a lot of hostility, <laughs> but as Gaetano Peter mentioned, it's gonna be the first time back playing against his former team. So that this is gonna be a game that you definitely do not want to miss, and especially if Vlaovic scores, he's gonna so see what, what happens if he celebrates. What happens if he scores? It's not going to celebrate. To me, mm. I don't it's, think he's going to celebrate. It's not. Mm. Fiorentina, you know, uh, he done amazing. He became the player he was at Fiorentina. And I think he has a lot of respect for the fans. I, th I think I agree with you. <sighs> you know what? You gotta give a guess. Oh! No, no, I'm going to say that he celebrates. Get out of here. Because they didn't leave off on the greatest of terms. Maybe not the greatest. I mean, if he saw some of the signs, I'm sure he's going to say, hey, you know what? I made this move. Listen, and wow. He's not going to celebrate. He Otherwise, he's not coming alive out of the stadium. He's not coming out of the stadium alive. <laughs> That's what I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they let him out. <laughs> he's a smart guy. But uh, regardless, guys, uh, we just pretty much said the Copa Italia fixtures that are coming up. Definitely don't miss them. They're going to be great. We're going to be streaming them. But we got to talk about the crazy Serie A round. And Anto, I know you probably want to avoid it, but Milan did play first. Milan, unfortunately for you, they drew against Udinese 1-1. They did have a lot of pressure because they were the first uh, team of the Serie A week to go. But I don't know. I was not happy with them. Leo, beautiful goal. Great goal. But Udinese equalized and it, it was very stubborn for them. They were playing defense, but Milan just couldn't find their way through. And I don't know. This is the second time that they dropped points. They dropped four points the past two games. Does this worry yeah, you, you at all? Who didn't equalize with the with what? Yeah, with it, the hand. Yeah, that was an equalizer. I guess, I guess we could say that. Yeah. It, okay. It, it well, hit but, his hand and probably and should have been taken away. But regardless, Anto, Anto you always, you always have an excuse. How did, how did Milan, were you happy with how they played and stuff? You're fighting uh, for the Scudetto over here, and you're the first team to go, and this is your showing? showing? Yeah. Strong against you know, Udinese. When you're going to get to that guy in front oh, of me, uh, yeah, we'll talk I to hope Milan. you're going to yeah. have the, the, the oh, same absolutely. treatment. I'm going to talk, oh, okay. talk about because Milan first. it seems to me though. that you have a... No, yeah, okay. no I'm going <laughs> well, to do a fair. Listen, lately, lately it's true, we're yeah. not really putting the best, uh, the best display on the field. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot, a lot at stake over here, and uh, maybe the the, uh, the 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 pressure for them to do very okay. well. 
the pressure for, do, for them to do very well and to win the game is, is getting to some of the players' hand, uh, head. Uh-huh. And, but, uh, at, you know, at the same time, we have to do we have to just play game by game like i said before and then uh, try to uh, to maximize uh, the the potential that the team has and i think with the ibra or no ibra this this team can just function just as uh, as well actually many times ibra is more of a drawback for us but nevertheless ibra can be the spark at the same time so i'll tell you what there is no excuses ac milan should have won the two games yeah. especially with the salernitana with the spezia and with uh, we should have at least another six points on top of Inter right now, not just two. So six plus two should be eight points. Wow. So, but nevertheless, you know, we like them to feel that they have a chance. <laughs> so you're being nice. To yeah, your we neighbors, actually, you right? know, what you do some, from time yeah. to time. They said to keep the, the campionato a lot more interesting. Yeah. We drop few points just to to make them uh, more enticing. For yeah. Everything. I don't yeah. think that's the case, Anton. I think you just feeling the pressure yeah. now because you guys are on top. Oh and, boy. And it's time to make some moves. I mean, in the in comparison to Inter, Inter have Champions League to worry about, and you know, the 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 games that they played, it was a tour de force this month for Inter. And granted, they did a terrible job as an Inter fan. I'm upset in our performances and in you know not getting enough points. Mm. But Milan have no excuses. Milan, the only thing that they have to worry about, obviously, you have the Coppa Italia now, but is the is the Serie A. And probably Inter is gonna have that chance because chances are we're gonna get kicked out. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Let's get this whole so, thing straight. First of all, we were not oh supposed boy. to win the campionato, right? You, you guys, you, you guys were it's, supposed to win. You are actually. But, yeah, but it's but not Milan's about. Right there, it's, yeah, though. it's not about so who's supposed to win. It's yeah. about it's, right now. You guys are right there for the picking. Yeah, it's a reality. And you don't have maybe the players. Granted, no, no, not, not. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. Not the players. I think they have the players, but the leadership. Because Ibrahimovic is not on the, on the field. Yeah. And, you know, Ibra is the only real proven winner of this Milan team, I would yeah, say. Consistent sure. winner uh, that has won wherever he's gone. And you need that player on the field to make sure that you keep everybody, you help, you hold everybody responsible for the results. Mm. For the records, regardless of the slump, quote unquote, that we are right now, uh, yeah. we're still in first place and we have two points on top of you, even though you got one game less. Mm-hmm. But you still have to play that game. Of course. You have to play Bologna. with a lot less energy because you're going to be facing Liverpool, you're going to be facing us again, and you're going to be facing this guy here next to you, which is not really that friendly with your uh, with your team. And then you're going to be facing Mike, the, the, the swindler or whatever. This this swings uh, Inter Milan, Rome, Inter, you know, Sassuolo. It's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, P, it's not easy for any one of those three uh-huh. teams because it's going to be you. They think they have a dream that Juve might, might come back and then they have no chance. <laughs> oh, so I think they have more than a chance. I don't know uh, about that. More than a chance. I, I want to hear what Gaetano right. thinks about you, just Milan's predicament. Y- you're right going to have, you could have five teams within seven points. Mm. Okay. Now, AC Milan had a chance to get three, four points. Yeah. And that's what you need. If you want to win the Scudetto, that's what you have to do. You cannot, uh, if you if your ambition is to be there in first place, this was an, a good time because Inter cannot buy a goal and you guys 
you could have uh, lead now three, four points ahead and that would help for the future. But why don't you say that we've been penalized, which we've been clearly penalized by, by the refs all the but, time. But this happens, oh, come but on. This happens for every game. You can't use this as excuse. You always no, have this excuse as a handball and this and that. I'm not but this, saying that. But this happens to every team. This up? You're am not I? making it. But this happens. You can't just be like, oh, ha- there's mistakes that happen everywhere. It's not yeah. just Milan. But at the end of the day, the performance for Milan was not acceptable. But the most costly mistake that we made it against us all the time. It's not a, just like it's everyone. I'm, happens, I'm not finding excuses. It's not an excuse. I'm a little bit upset what's going on. I think you should be more upset on how Milan performed rather than stuff that's out of and your And you know what? I have to be honest with you, Gatano. The things that bothers me the most is watching those low low teams or or no teams. They're scrappy, scrappy teams yeah. destroying the game of soccer when they have to face the big game, the, the the big teams. That's their style. They waste the time that they do oh. to inbound the ball for un fallo laterale and they throw themselves on the floor. And the cramp and this and that in the game that Milan played against Udinese and Salernitana I think that more than three quarter of the game was just the dead ball three and quarter of the game well <laughs> that's a, that's what listen I understand it's a, a lot disgrace. of time a lot of time wasting mm-hmm. granted I think this listen. is a problem that we all agreed to yeah. let's but start with this five seconds got even ten seconds they, I will they give good, them to do the it. good team the good teams find a way to win okay uh, you need to find them. a way to win now don't tell me all these excuses. I that's another uh, discussion, topic, yeah. another topic that we can have another time. Right now we're talking about yeah. Milan that had a chance where they were standing to take three, four, five point lead, and they were not able to. And you might you might not win the scudetto, which is not I, a, which is perfectly normal for I, us because we're not looking to win the scudetto. But listen, Anto, maybe in the beginning you could have said Milan's probably not contenders, but the reality is. They're one of the teams towards right. the end that could be winning it. So by drop, you drop four points the past two games against Salernitana, who are dead last, which is unacceptable. Uh, then Udine, where you have to show uh, that you drop points against Salernitana. Okay, we got to get this win. And another drop two points. Uh, like you were said before, you could have uh, yeah, made a huge gap. Three. But that, that's what I'm saying. But two consecutive. So stuff like this has to be avoided, especially if you want to win. I understand Zlatan, the leader, isn't there. But I think more need. Uh, there's got to be better performances from the players overall. But Mike, Listen, when you, Mike, when AC Milan plays the big team, AC Milan performs on the field because there's nobody, more smaller teams and bigger nobody teams creates though, the triple wall of Berlin or the triple wall of China. They just erected this wall here and the wasting of time. But the game the is a lot more fluid, do. and then the talent yeah, comes on, and uh, you know, uh, it's just pre, it's just not. But it's it happens. a great idea. Every, all the big teams. every big team that yeah. has to versus small team always. That's what it is. Exists. I even think that this year more than ever, the smaller teams actually are playing, playing a little this bit better. Like mm-hmm. Udinese, not for nothing. Okay, they might have had in the first half a little bit of a blockade, but the second half they were playing. Yeah, they were outplaying I saw that. Milan. I saw that. They yeah. Outplaying Milan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't see it no, the I way do, that Udinese, you see it. Udinese, they perform well against Juventus. I mean, the Udinese plays. Yeah. I hope so, they go to Serie B because I don't like Choffi. <laughs> I don't like his attitude. Uh, but so but anyway, uh, but regardless, uh, Zlatan did. I want to finish off Milan. Zlatan d- did actually say a quote. He said, "I'm not giving up until I win something with this club, Milan." So mm. he, he's gonna be. He's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna, gonna be, be this 52 season. years old. Wow! Wow! You see, you see, you see instigation over here. <laughs> I think he was just messing around. Let's but it goes to show, though, Zlatan really, you know, loves Milan's really in his Absolutely. heart. But he's he not young. He also contract extension, so he's got to say the right he thing. He has to say the right <laughs> thing. That's true. You're right. Uh, but regardless of that, we talked about Milan. Now, the game after, where Inter, the reigning champs, could have capitalized on Milan's mistake. They did not capitalize. 
Blessing, uh, before I talk about Inter, Genoa played a pretty solid game. They sacrificed their whole body, playing good defense, uh, maybe not the best in attack, but ever since he came in, he's undefeated five games that he pl has played. Even though they're in relegation zone, they're showing a lot, lot more character. But now, Inter on the other side. Once they started on this rough patch, I would say a few weeks ago, they couldn't really get out of it. A stat, the past two games... They had 50 shots and they had zero goals. Mm. So that's that's, that's pretty interesting. that's very scary. Especially, but another thing is Inter still maintain the most goals in Serie. A. But you know, if Lautaro, who hasn't been very hot recently, has been freezing actually, and Jack, who started off great, has now dipped a lot, and now a lot of people are questioning. Could Inzaghi do something? Is he the coach that maybe Gaetano might be smiling a little bit because he's not their favorite coach, but he, he never won the Scudetto before. So there's a first-time hurdle for him that he's competing for Scudetto. Now he has the reigning champs, and there's a lot of pressure on him. Could he, like, find a way to get out of this slump and continue? I mean, Peter, like, we know they drew against Genoa, and, could, and even bigger, they couldn't capitalize on Milan's mistake. What's your first thoughts on that? I think if you look, you know the stat that you gave yeah in one sense it's negative right you have 50 shots and you don't score one 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 goal that's and, pathetic yeah um that that's a lack of uh you know i i would guess you know uh the strikers not being hungry not not being able to be that vicious person up top that you score the goal no matter what even psychologically you know too. yeah so that's one part negative. Then also the other part is it's a lot of shots. No, but yeah. that a lot of what, shots. What, what, it, what it means is that we're, we're still playing our a lot game. Of shots. We're still playing our game. Yeah. We're still creating chances. Yeah. So yes, the results in Italy is what counts. But even watching the Genoa game, how many missed opportunities? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many chances in front of the goal? Jaco misses. Sanchez misses. Like nobody is 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 hot right now. And, um, you know, I have to say for Inzaghi, I think with his management of the players, I, I've always mentioned that with the subs, it's always the same subs. Zeko is 35 years old. He cannot play every game. And he's been keeping him every game. And I understand you don't have a, a, a natural number nine substitute target man striker big that can hold up the ball. But you have to also give confidence to Lautaro. Don't take him out every game. Listen, even you got to get him mm, going pumped up, because yeah. this player has great uh, abilities, you know, to it's score. Yeah. He's just in a Ice bad, bad right slump, now. and I don't know what's gonna it. it what's gonna happen is he has to score one goal to to unleash. Um, even mm. in the Sassuolo game, listen, I think in the second half, obviously that's the only thing Inzaghi could do. But I like the fact that he put on a third striker and he tried to say, hey, you know what? We have to go to win this game. And we missed shot after shot, opportunity after mm. opportunity. So definitely we're in a slump. Definitely the amount of games that we've played. I think the Inter team, even though we look like we have a lot of depth, if you notice in that midfield and even as a striker, we're we're missing the technical players. Yeah. You have off the bench Vidal, Gagliardini, Vecino. These guys are not going to change a game in you know when you need them to. Sensi leaving was really Sensi hurt lose them. that technical really hurt technical them. player mm. and then as a strike force when Lautaro's cold 
You know, Sanchez is not what he was. And Correa's injured also. Listen to me, Pete. You should be ashamed of no, yourself no, no, just to say things like that. Why? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you have nothing but national team player on oh, your team. On, and now you're telling me that you're lacking in this on the midfield. In the midfield. You have the strongest midfield. In the midfield. You have Brozovic. You have Barella. You have... Uh, you want me to go through the list? Chalanolu. Sanchez is... Sanchez is not a midfielder. Vidal. Okay, but Vidal is not going to be the guy to come in and change a game. What are you talking about? It. What are you, you talking about? All of a sudden, no, Vidal is not, no longer a good player. Vidal's been over Pete, the hill for a long time. Uh, I don't know what. Listen, he's been drinking something. You spiked the shots for this guy here. Listen, here's the bottom line. I think Lautaro is becoming a mental case because he hasn't been scoring. And I think Inzaghi not starting on the last game is contributing to him no, I think to Lautaro, get a little bit more depressed. I disagree. I disagree because Lautaro came in and actually added a little bit of a spark. The only thing is, I didn't like that he put him in in the 70th minute. I think Lautaro's on the bench. Put him in, er, in the 60th minute. Give him some more time to, to get into the game. But, I don't know. Gatano, what, yeah, what do you think? Gatano, I think with the, uh, forward, uh, with the forwards, uh, if they don't score, uh, they, they, lose, they lose something. They lose their confidence, and then it becomes a mental problem. If you're a good team, somebody has to step up. And who's going to step up? The midfielders have to step up. You know, if the guy cannot score, hey, give him a hand. Barella, you need to score a goal. Hakan. Hakan, you need to score a goal. Perisic, score a goal. Somebody has to score Take a over. goal. You know, Brozovic is in front of the defense. He does a great job every game. The guy's steady. I like him. But one of the midfielders has got to come through and score a goal. Or one of the defenders, something. So, uh, because you guys can buy a goal. No. And and that's what's uh, I think that's what's happening yeah. because the play is is fluid. I mean they, they they play everybody knows, but then you get in front of the goal, you can score. And I just want to add another stat: uh, their past six Serie A games, Inter have only won once, yeah. which is extreme, <laughs> which is extremely shocking. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but Anto, it's also shocking for the competition like Napoli and Milan, who. Inter have a game in hand and if they win they're still first and they only manage one win in six Serie so maybe that says more about the other teams not being able to capitalize like yeah. we were talking about before than anything the, the top teams the top three teams nobody wants to win this good they, they keep like. dropping points back and, and you forth keep, you keep playing like that somebody yeah. else is gonna sneak through Wow. Uh, uh, that will that be, who would that be? <laughs> you believe these guys here? <laughs> we're, 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 not going, we're not going to that uh, yet but uh, I, I want to talk a second about Conte and Zaghi. First of all, I want to ask you, P. Do you think Conte would have let the situation happen? And second of all, how much blame would you give Inzaghi on this side? Hmm. In the form, form-wise. I think as far as form, uh, with Conte, I don't see this massive drop. Um, he'll know how to maintain the focus for the group. And motivate them more. You, know, right, you could have a couple of bad games, but not a whole month. Or just one win in six games yeah, because crazy. he would have created a blockade, and we would have even if we won one nothing, we would have won. Um, I also know that you know Lukaku is a is a different player than Zeko. Lukaku is a player that you give him the ball, he can make something happen on his own. He can run fifty yards and 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 score a goal because of his speed, because of his strength. Zeko on his own is not going to do that. He cannot dribble past a, a player. You know, he's good at holding up the ball, but you have to feed him. And he's going to miss a couple of chances. So that's the difference, I think, with, with Conte Inzaghi. Inzaghi, he's developed this new way of playing for Inter. I think we have to agree this year, 
Inter is much more enjoyable. It's free flowing. But do you lack that? You sacrifice something. Besides sacrifice, like cattiveria in in, in Italian. Like, what do you mean? Uh, nastiness. Yeah, like a nastiness. Like grinta? Yeah, grinta. Grit. Yeah, grit. To, to win. Uh, and, I and that I still... I'm, question. I'm, I'm questioning it. Okay. But listen, in the end, it's also the players, man. You can put the players in. Lautaro missed the ball, missed the goal, wide open net. Jacko has the ball in the 90th minute to his feet. He's onside. He doesn't score. So I mean, I don't know what coach is gonna be able to make Jacko score in the 90th minute. He's put in the right opportunity. Pete, remember the commercial, you need a little bit of luck. I gotta tell of you something. Course. If you <laughs> fish back to some that. of the podcasts that we did before, yeah. Peter was bragging about Inzaghi or oh, Inzaghi with his new style of play. <laughs> I'm still great. saying, well, hold on. He, well, they were, they were very playing great fluid football. this, very fluid that, even without Akimi, without a Lautaro, and without a Lukaku, Lukaku, and this and that. No, all of a sudden, Inzaghi. It's not up to par. No, I did not say that. Did you hear what I said? Well, I heard what you say, but what technically, this is no. where my mind processed your <laughs> well, information. You read through the line. The okay. <laughs> well, the, wrong the way bottom line is this. At the end of the day, I see Inzaghi. He's got a lot of drive, a lot of energy. Almost wants to pick up every ball. He said, he gives it to the player. So he almost wants to run himself inside of the field. The bottom line, like you said before, before you finish your sentence, are the player into the field that they're not really putting the ball inside the on the back of the net. So it comes down to executing the the work that you were being given to to do. Okay? You've been assigned a task, you gotta get it done. AC Milan has been assigned a task. They didn't get it done against Salernitana. They didn't get it done against uh, Spezia. And they didn't get it done against Udinese. Once you don't do your job, you go end up paying the price. And then the criticism starts to go either to the coach. You started to compare Inzaghi with Conte. I yeah. think, you know, that is a book. That's a boat that's already gone by. Forget it. It's water under the bridge, Mike. Mm -hmm. What you do, stop comparing what you, what he used to do and what he should be doing. It is what it is because sometimes that brings more negative than positive. I think you guys have to look forward to just fixing what you what what things that is not working and hoping you know for me from my side, hoping that you guys keep having a lot of trouble and uh, hope AC Milan gets the the job done and. Uh, and puts the the boat on the right way, you know, steers the boat on the right direction. Okay, well said, Anto. Now we briefly talked about at least Gaetano hinted at it about a possible yeah. another. You want to say something? Yeah, quickly? the best thing yeah. that uh, is going to happen to Inter, uh, another test, is yeah. that there is a game coming up, Napoli Milan, and that's going to be a huge so determination. We'll see. We'll see what they if they can can do anything. I, we have to, we have to versus Salernitana, I believe, on yes, Friday. Yes. So, if you don't do anything there, I think if Napoli wow. beats Milan, uh, well, we'll talk about that that's when you, be when, when you get to Napoli. Oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, that's there's wow, some spice. This guy here is such a friend, <laughs> such a friend. First of all, before the podcast, he said I think AC Milan is gonna win, and now he says that Napoli beats Milan. Before, I don't uh, even uh, know which which way he stands. He just said guy here. If they, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? You can't be time. Oh. God, here you go. Oh, okay, Mike, go ahead. Okay, now we got to talk about the cats out of the bag. We got to talk about the Juventus match. Juventus beat Empoli 3-2, but I think it was a little bit more difficult. Yes, they were up 3-1, but uh, Empoli made it 3-2, and they had 15 minutes to possibly equalize. But Vlaovic gets the job done. He's a difference maker at Juventus. He gets a brace, and uh, sitting alone as a top scorer in Serie A right now. This guy is so good, and I'm sure without him... 
they probably won't be as high as they can because he's very clinical. Whenever he gets a chance, his goals are so beautiful. He's so, for his age, he's so calm how he could stop the ball. I, I believe it was his first goal that he like tricked out the whole defense. They all went sliding one one side and he just tapped it in. It, it was beautiful. Both goals I think the second take a goal. lot of technique and only top Strikers score those goals. 100. That's that's the all chip, I have to say. The chip from Vlaovic on the second one that was world class from him. And, and the ball was behind him, and I don't know how he got, he got it with his, him, uh, right? with his left, and then brought it back. Because I thought the ball went behind. I say he lost the ball. Instead, he, he, for some reason, he brought it in front of him, and then he did the chip. But those are the kind of players that you need to win a championship, and that's the kind of player that Milan doesn't have, and that Inter doesn't have. You know, a killer. Sh- uh, yeah, he's got this guy. Is is really is the, the real thing. No, and Gaeta- anytime he gets the ball, no matter what position it is, there was a a couple of games ago. He was on the left wing. There was nothing going on. Uh, nothing. He went. He went by himself. He was one against forty. Went by. Uh, it. Uh, that's when he took the shot, and um, it was an own goal. But he created it from nothing. So with players that he has around. With Quadrato and with all those very, very technical player Morata, they give him a nice ball. Oh, if you give him a nice ball, he's, he's going to finish it. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And the other thing that uh, uh, Allegri did, uh, which uh, I like, it. the guy in front of the uh, the defense, he hasn't find that guy. Arthur did a good job on this last game. I thought he, he did, uh, he won ball, and when he gets the ball, distributed well. he distributes it well, and he yeah. doesn't always go, I hate this player, so he get the ball to the right, to, side to the left, to the right, he breaks the line, the going forward, he goes yeah. forward. vertical. Exactly. That's it, that's the pass that's gonna hurt you. Exactly, no, uh, Gaetano, 100%, and I still gotta give you respect, cause, when no one knew Vlaovic, Gaetano brought him off. How, how do you feel every day in the morning? Oh, I feel like you just God. wake up. It's like I knew he was gonna be I special. S- I saw it. I saw <laughs> it. Uh, you know, and I saw the way he was practicing. And we're talking about three years ago. I saw the way he was practicing. This kid is is good. He's gonna make. He was so. He was hungry. You know, he was practicing and sweating. It was a hundred degrees. He was running harder than anybody. He was hungry. And every time he took a shot, he always was on goal. No matter from where he was, the ball went on goal. You have the Serie A players, national team players, they're inside the area and they cannot hit the target. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, so many shots. Look at so many right. shots from inside the area. And you're a Serie A player, you're a national team player, you cannot hit the, the target. Inter had 50 shots or past two games, they couldn't score a goal. That's an example. But they had some shots at, in, on target, yeah, yeah. okay, and, and they... But yeah, look true. at the amount of shots that you take from inside the area and they don't hit the target. 100%. That, that, that we used to practice with uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Oh my he God. He was unbelievable. He would go crazy if you were inside the area, you took a shot and you didn't hit the target. Yeah, but Giuseppe Rossi is a champion. No, but I'm just saying... If you're in, we're not, we're amateurs, you yeah. know. I'm saying if you're a, a Serie A player, if yeah. you're a professional player, come on. That should be a blink yeah. of an eye for Giuseppe you. Imagine. says all the time, it's you hit the target, yeah. no matter what. Right. Yeah. The goalkeeper might make a mistake, might yeah. hit, they, hit, even if he hit saves the target. It. He hits something and it goes in. Imagine. That's what happened to Vlaovic on that goal. That he had no chance to score. He hit the player and, and it, it went in. The, goal, the goalie went yeah. this way, he hit somebody and it went you the other way. You can't score if you don't shoot. Right. And see the differences with this Juve team. Yes, they've been playing a little bit better, but this is a lot to do with the players that you have. Vlahovic is a player that can, by Clinical. himself, 
score the goals, finish the game off, win one and you're good to go. Because exactly. even defensively, Juventus were a little shaky, I have to say. They conceded two and goals. They, were, they still are. Yeah, so the team is still needs to, to, to really work out. on. Yeah. But when you have a top, I mean, I mean top striker like Vlahovic, yeah. it makes your job a lot easier. Allegri is smiling. Mm. Uh, from yeah. year to I like year. to see. You know what? We're giving too much credit to this Vlaovic because mm, so no, far they have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, listen, let me, you finish, guys let me, finish, let me finish first. Okay. Let me finish first because you see, see, I had this discussion with some of my friends also because they said, yeah, it's one thing to score with Fiorentina, it's another thing to score with Juventus. For sure. What I have to say is, when a striker scores over twenty goals in in two seasons in Serie A, there's something there. It's no flunk. Okay, and two, it's also the type of goals that he scores. Besides, you know, the shots on goal, the way that he moves off the ball, like he's a complete striker. He can be able to what we saw. We saw two top quality goals where he's able to stop the ball with his right, fake the whole yeah. defense and goalkeeper and hit it with his left. Same time, ball over the top, be able to control the ball and have enough the audacity to chip the 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 goalkeeper. A lot of strikers, the difficulty of receiving the ball and then being able to quickly shoot they would try to shoot whatever is easiest exactly. or whatever they can he had the time and place to be able to chip the goalkeeper so this is a a, a striker that with, knows with the what defender to do. on you top can't of him you okay. can't teach that stuff so though. this is a, this is a striker that at his age especially cuz let's not forget he's what 22, 22 i think 22 years old the guy has a nose for the goal and he has the technical ability i think he's going to be very good for a long time and juventus listen they made the right move and they acted quickly because they said hey this is a player of that course, you have to yeah, get yeah let's steal this guy so but it's so. Uh, Pete uh, Gatano yesterday during the streaming it was so funny some of the guys that were asking questions whether Balotelli and this and that but uh, Giuseppe Rossi came up again because uh, you know believe it or not if you guys instead of uh, <laughs> what you bought for so much money over there you could have got a, you will have a Giuseppe Rossi you will have a please, please at least score three goals yesterday because that guy is very deadly he's got a laser on his head and he doesn't want he wants to hit the target Okay, if you guys are not capable to hit the targets, that's you're going to miss out. You end up tying the game like we did and, and regretting that you don't have somebody that is very savvy and very nasty and driven to put a ball behind the net. So, so uh, Giuseppe Rossi, for me, I will still put him under consideration. I saw Immobile, it was a disgrace when he played it, he played against uh, uh, Napoli. against Napoli. I'm saying that we do not have this kind of angry and, and very focused forwards. There is not that many in Italy, and that's why there's not many in the world. And no, in Italy especially, but uh, in the world. In the world. But it's that's hard. why I was saying that Balotelli, Balotelli, still right now, even though he's not playing in Serie A, he's playing in Turkey. He's the one that has shown me. He has showed me on the past okay. that he's got the, the capability. And Giuseppe Rossi is the other one. Okay. So Giuseppe is the other one that they can just at any team he can just make things happen. Okay. Back to Juventus though. In terms of a lot of people. Antonio brought this up to a little bit earlier. A lot of people questioning whether Juventus are competing for the Scudetto or just Champions League. Right now, they sit seven points behind the league leaders. And um, they have the second most amount of points earned in 2022, uh, right below Napoli. So, to me, there's plenty of time left. Uh, still about three months, maybe a little bit less, for them to come back. How many games, Mike? I'll double check. Okay. But let, let well, it says 27, 26 games. So you got to go to 38. 38. So 11. 
So 11 games. Anto, Anto to, to you, are they uh, Scudetto contenders? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'll tell why you the not? reasons why. Because they can have, they can have a lot of direct, uh, direct uh, scontri diretti, we call it in Italy, and then they're going to they're gonna drop points, a lot of points. You think so? Yeah, right now, because they've, they've been facing just a, not easy team, but just, uh, you know, teams that are very, very uh, playable enough and abordabili, we call it in Italian. But uh, teams that they, uh, they are mid- middle of the range, that they're not really creating. Actually, they are actually creating trouble for Juventus. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that when they're going to be facing the music, facing the real the situation with the top steam, they're going to be dropping a lot of points. When I said yeah. when Vlaovic signed, I said Juventus automatically get Champions League. Now I changed my mind. I think Juventus are going to be contenders and it's going to be a four-horse race for the Serie A title. Uh, Gaetano, what do you think? I agree. I agree. I think now... Uh, with when you have somebody like Vlaovic in your team, you're Changes in everything. you you have you're in every game. And look what happened to Inter Milan. You can beat you can beat uh, Genoa Salernitana. So now with him, and what happens uh, when uh, when Napoli plays Milan and uh, and Juventus wins again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, Juvent- Juventus is definitely in right now, and um, you know. Yes, Who they can drop points, but look look at the amount of points that have been dropped by all three on top of them. So that's what's more my worry is that the three teams that are above Juventus, they're not looking too hot right now. Right. So if they drop even a couple more games, Juve is only right, you know, one one yeah, game away. Exactly. No, it's true, hundred <laughs> percent. So they're they're right there, and then like Aitano said, you have Vlahovic. He can change the game. You can play Allegri style, sit back, defend, mm-hmm. score the one goal. Like the study style yesterday. What did no. he do? Nothing. Wait, so listen, this is Allegri style. You? Did we convince you? If you were, you're still stuck. You don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think Juventus don't got think a chance. Juve. Maybe that, definitely the Champions League, but not, they don't have a chance to. Uh, and that's the way I saw, uh, we saw, I saw the second half of Atalanta with you guys. Woohoo. Atalanta is uh, again on the up swing. So I am just. just Hold on, stay tuned. You're okay. You're gonna get a lot of Juve fans stay mad for, tuned from your comments. Stay tuned because by the way. this is gonna be very, 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 very. The last 10, 11 games this is not gonna a, be. The, the last why, three games is gonna be. Mike, that's why Serie A is the most important campionato in the entire in the European world. and the world. In I would say, and this is the reasons sure. why the English Premier they're losing points because a lot of people are getting bored. The the the, the La Liga, La Bundesliga, the La League One. This is the this is what you wanna be watching. Number one, number two. I want to bring something up that I forgot okay. to say before. Let's hear it. <laughs> During the game that Inter played with Genova, they couldn't win the game. Zero, zero. Marco, the son of a gun, he texts me, said, Anto, oh my God. I said, uh, I, I, nobody's over here. Should we, should we watch the second half at the, at the, the studio? Story? I said, just open the studio. I'm in. <laughs> So I dropped everything that I was doing. So him and I, we put the TV on you instigators. Here, and we were just watching it and enjoying it. So I kept saying to my talk, I'm going to score now, they're going to score now, they're going to score. And then every time that they missed the ball, a lot of miss, you were saying, yeah, yeah. These guys so, were pulling from the mouth watching that. Huh? So you don't know the real Marco. And all of you guys who are watching this podcast, <laughs> you don't know him. That guy, oh, he's much worse than what you think, see. Oh, so anyway, we, were, we had a great time, man. And then... <laughs> And then and then Mike showed up at the end of the stuff. Uh, we thought we went that plane. I couldn't believe it. We went that plane, but it was enjoyable. Not beat. I didn't want Inter to to, to lose. I mean, to tie the game. We want them to win, not. of course. To lose, you want. Oh. Them. <laughs> He's playing on my games. As but uh, it was it was fun. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. So, so just to say well, you, that we are supporting. With, you know what We happens? are all the way supporting you. you. 
Unfortunately, well, the fun has to end okay, sooner I'm, or later. So. Let me ask you something. Is, yeah. it, is it more fun when Inter loses or when Milan wins? None of your business. <laughs> Next question, please. I, think, exactly. I feel like I know that answer. <laughs> uh, but moving on, we were watching the highlights again of the Spezia Roma game. Just because it was so crazy, it went mm. all the way to the 99th minute. Just when you thought Spezia were going to take a point away from Roma. They ended up getting a penalty at the end, at the expense of Zaniolo's face. They, he got absolutely hit by a Maggiore, uh, and yeah, 100% a penalty. But Tammy Abraham, the hero, 99th minute, incredible, uh, great penalty. But regardless, Roma had a million chance. They could have won 5-0 with all the chance. I could have believed there was one right in front of the line. There was like 30 Roma players that they couldn't hit it in. It was havoc, and a lot of Roma fans are mad. And not just because because uh, they let it, um, they won the game so late, and they could have done it sooner. But the style of how Roma have been playing, and I, and I feel like I have to agree with the majority. Mourinho has a pretty solid lineup in ter- terms of Roma, and he should be pl- uh, he should be dominating. He, he should, should be, be attacking destroying more. those things. But for some reason, I don't know. Now, Peter, I want to uh, send it off to you. Was Mourinho like this in terms of Inter a lot? Was he too defensive, a little too much, especially having great players? But that that's Mourinho's recipe. Yeah. You know, his whole uh, bread and bro- butter is defense first. Uh-huh. You know, he's going to always pack the, you know, not necessarily park the bus, but he's going to play defensive-minded uh, and be able to break on the counterattack. That's Mourinho's style, and that's what you're going to get. What, what you hope you get, and this is something that Roma fans still have to try to see if he still got it because obviously you know when he was with Inter when he was with Chelsea you know uh, when was that 30 years ago yeah it's it's been a while the the soccer has evolved exactly it's been a while so he had that magic he was the special one now I think he's normal if I if I have to say average coach are you saying not that he's average coach because he's still a psychologist I think but unless he has the top top players He's not going to be the coach that makes a difference. And especially, we watch Serie A. Look at what Sassuolo's doing. Even Spezia. Like, there, there's a Fiorenti. lot of... Verona. Fiorentina. Verona. So there's a lot of young coaches and a lot of good coaches that you have to be able to believe in the system. Torino. Torino with Juric. So, yeah. like, there's a lot of good coaches there that I think deserve more of a chance than maybe going with a Mourinho. But that being name. said... Mourinho is your coach. I think Roma, like I said over and over again, I don't mean to be a broken record, but they're right where they're supposed to be. Anyone that had them higher than Juve, higher than uh, Milan, and everyone else. Well, the Gatano had them. I don't uh, think. Uh, Gatano had them fourth, fourth or fifth. Yeah, I think Gatano fifth, actually right? had them top four. Right? Gatano, yeah, is that see? true? Well, I am. I'm disappointed because uh, with the way that Juventus started, they were not you know, a bad they, start. They, doing, uh, they had a very bad start. I mean, Mourinho, you have a good goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is very good. Yeah. You have two guys in the center back which are very good. Smalling, especially Ibanez, when Smalling Mancini, came back. Mancini, Mancini is good. Okay, player. and Mancini is good. You got, in the midfield, you got Veritu, which is a very good player. You got Pellegrini. Oli- you got Zaniolo. Oli- you got uh, you got uh, uh, Abraham. I mean, with that lineup, you got, Mkhitaryan, you got good players. You got good players in defense. You got good players in midfield. And now with Zaniolo, that was y- your extra. 
you know, that you were in accounting in the big, the and X-factor. now the guy, yeah. the X, he came back and he came back strong. And the guy is everywhere. He's, he's like a truck running. He's a little bit, he has, he's been a little bit unlucky. He hits the post, he hits this, uh, they hit him on the face. He's about there, he's ready to shoot. Eh? And then, uh, because this guy could have had a lot more goals. So I think Mourinho should have had at least four, five, six points more than what he has now. With the team that he has, I don't want to excuse, oh, this is the first year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you got the players. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got the players. So he's a little, to me, he should have four, five, six points more. It should be right where Juventus is right now, yeah, where Atalanta is right now. Now, I always talk about uh, when a player comes, uh, a new player comes to Serie A, or a new coach comes to Serie A. I guess we can say at this point, Mourinho's, you could say new to Serie A because it's a whole different era than when, when he once was here. Mm. No. I disagree with that, but uh, let me continue. There you go. But um, do we are we should we cut him more slack? Solely depending on Roma brought him in for project, nothing immediate. And like I said, it's his first season. Or am I being too nice? About I think it? you've been too nice. I'll tell you the reasons why. First of all, nobody nobody comes in with the project BS that we are always putting on the the, the media or the no. newspaper they put it over there. But it's new ownership, so it's a Listen new project. Listen to me, Mike, please. The old, the project is only an escape goal just to say, hey, like the Sari, oh, Sari takes a, a, takes a while to carburate. This is BS. Carburate. If you assemble a team, mm. you assemble that team to do damage. A project, it's only to make from a, a lot of damage to just damage but you have to do damage and when you're doing less than damage mm-hmm. that project goes into the garbage so i'm tired of just uh, people finding excuses for the saris ball for Mourinho's game for allegri this or for pioli that we do not do not gonna find the excuse do your job you're saying just do your do job your job Okay, and uh, Mourinho for me, he has done his time. A lot of people they figure him already out. His style is very predictable. Now the people they are very aggressive, the same way they are aggressive against the, the Atalanta. Even they, if they can figure it out Gasperini's style and they try to press Gasperini at his own game, what they do when the Atalanta lost the last few several times in this year is because the team they matched his style of play yes so you're counter so exactly you see how you're arguing with yourself because you're saying that there's no styles and then you say gasperini's players no gasperini's style the fact is gasperini's been there for a while now so of course things are all moving in the right direction the unfortunate thing about soccer is you don't have time because if you don't get those champions league spots if you don't get the europa league spot you're losing money if you risk relegation, you're going down to Serie B you're and you're losing money. money. So that's where the project doesn't maintain what it should be. Because in, in reality, a project is very important for a soccer team. That the sporting directors and, and the management are on the same page with the coaching staff because you have to create a team. And the team is not created in one transfer window, in two transfer windows. It's creating a style and a culture and then being able to implement that with the players and then from there being able to have the year two years to develop something in italy we're not used to seeing it we know 100 you know there's so many coaches that after two three games all right time to go because that's the italian culture but if you look at other countries 
you have teams that as long as they're not risking relegation, they're going to allow the, the coach to do what they have to do. Mm. In Germany, Stuttgart... We're talking about Serie A, I'm talking about, about Serie A. I know, but I'm saying... Let's give an example. Stuttgart yeah. are, uh, is, is actually from New Jersey, Italian-American from New Jersey. Matarazzo is, a, is the, his last name. He's the coach of Stuttgart. The team right now in is, relegation. is in relegation. I know zone. that there's a Greek player yeah. there. So I in relegation. He's a Greek player. And that's why they're in relegation. But <laughs> he, last year he, ha- he, did a, he did very well. Uh, this year, not so good. Yeah. But they still decide, hey, it's a better option with him than without him. Then, of course, that's something that the board the has got to realize yeah. if it works out or it doesn't work out. But what I'm going after is... The project is very important, and I think you have to give the. Co- if you're making as a board making a decision, Mourinho's our guy. In one year, you cannot sack him. The same way that I think for Juventus, Pirlo. You even said it. You should keep Pirlo for the next year. After you make that decision, you, you gotta keep him the extra him. year. Okay. The only problem is that I have with this discussion. I mean, I can just buy in some of the stuff that you said, but the only problem that I have with what you're just saying, it's that the project does not have a definition. So when you have a project, you have to say, hey, this is, I will be, I, I will say that, that we are progressing toward the right direction if we are at the end of the campionato, we finish right here. Mm-hmm. And then we're not, the project is not really working. We, we're progressing in the wrong direction if we are right here. So you have to have a range. Sure. You're gonna say, hey, from, uh, instead of being uh, from one to 10, I wanted to be five for the project to move to be moving the right direction but uh, at the end of the day at the end of the year if i'm on six don't great. break the glasses yeah if i'm on six great but mm-hmm. if i'm on four or third or three then the project is not working so we have to just okay. forget about the project and move on to something else okay that's gaetano we said several uh our opinions on both sides whether Mourinho should go he should stay more time Tell say to the Roma fans that are listening right now. It's a great example, by the what way. What would you tell the Roma right, fans so who are mad I, about the playing I wanna, style? All this. I wanna. I'm reading the book right now, Sir Ferguson, right okay. from uh, from Manchester United. The guy was there 26 years. You know, he didn't win for many many years. I now I don't remember, but I think it's at least eight or nine years. He didn't win anything, but like you, he said there was a project there. And you're talking about Man United. You're talking it's about big one of team. big, yes. big, one of the best ever. But then once he took over, and then once he started winning, the guy couldn't stop, couldn't stop winning. So that's uh, when you're talking about the culture and the different. Uh, in Italy, if you don't do well, if you lose four or five games, uh, yeah, much yeah. more pressure than other leagues. You you're gone. <laughs> and if and, and I'm not talking about. Uh, you know, a big team. And I'm talking about any team. You the lose table. four or five games, yeah. you're gone. You're right. From Venezia to, to Salernitana to Genoa. Look at what happened to Shevchenko. Shevchenko, they had a project. He's going there. He didn't do... What did he lose? He lost six months. games. Yeah, I think he yeah. lost six games. Let's say you're out. So you, you, you get Shevchenko. You want to build a project. You want to do something. You get him here a month, two months, and he's gone. And um, we don't have that. Uh, the, the big teams, it's even... They have uh, the money too, to be able to, 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 to implement big, those kind of uh, philosophy. Right. Gatano, if you don't but have the money... The big teams also, they have that issue. You got a young player, he's, he's 19 years old, he's 20 years old. Hey, you don't perform, Kuluseski, okay, you're out. It's a, you know, and it, this happened before where some of the players, they came to Italy very young, uh, they tried one or two years, yeah. 
they out, they go playing in the Premier League, they become the best player. Henri. Henri. Henri was a Juve. Yeah, it, it beca they become the best player. Henri was, he was a Juve when he was young, then he went to Arsenal, he became one of the best players, and then he went to Barcelona, so. Okay, I mean, Gaetano, you do have a point, and I do think another thing that is saving them is he does play a lot of youngster, uh, youngsters, uh, players like Volpato, I believe, Bove, Zalewski. They also have a Greek player that comes in, Keramitsis, <laughs> from their Primavera, so I, I always have an eye on him and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but showing that I do feel like... I agree with uh, a lot with what Peter said. You gotta, even though, what is it? seven months that he's been here yeah my, the results might not be there just yet but i feel like if the free kidding group which i do believe are gonna have patience with him and buying the players uh which he has been getting just like Mindel niles oliviera so it seems like they have a great great oh. relationship and I, they can continue with i forgot about like oliveira with um in the midfield with, with roma yeah there's another very but i do think he's gonna continue with this and and i really want Mourinho to do good he's uh he's he, even though Antonio may not uh, like him the most, he, he's a great character, and I think he really loves Serie A. So that's just one of the things. I want him to succeed over there, and I think the Roma fans, above all, really deserve um, a champion like Mourinho and for him to succeed over there. Mike, but, a lot of people, they don't go to the stadium to watch Mourinho act. This is not a theater or, a, a, you know, we don't care about what he does or jump around. It does like this. It does, a, you know... Like oh. Paramount Plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he does pass. all of that stuff. But at the end of the day... you got to give yeah, him time. Yeah, well... Right? Mm, uh, up to a point. At the end of the day, you're going to put wins on uh, on the board. And if you don't do it, it's trouble. You might be the most famous coach. You might be the, you know, the most rated, high-rated, you know, show, showman on the sideline and with all of those things. If you're not winning, <laughs> people that they pay the tickets, so, they, they want to they see the souls. So what's your... If you're if you're the Friedkin group at the end of the season, where what position would you sack him and what position would you keep him? I will keep him if he's uh, if he's within the the, the the fifth sixth place. I says okay, you know what? It's the first year. It's it. I mean, we had a lot of trouble, COVID. They find an excuse. But if he's below the seven, the six, or it goes into seven or eight, immediately sack him. <laughs> wow. Suck him immediately. I would hate to work for I will move him right <laughs> there. What do you think the don't difference even find in points? What do you think the difference in points would be from the end of the season from fifth to eighth? It doesn't seven. matter. The position is the position. Okay. Even if it's a two-point position. If you're on seven, you're <laughs> wow. done. Goodbye. Yo, See ya. Well, oh, yeah. What I learned from here, Anto's a very tough boss. Uh, but we go, I don't know if it just because uh, maybe he doesn't have the strongest liking for Mourinho or not. But we got to go on. We got to move on. To the I, I waited till the end because I know a lot of people are going crazy when we wait for the last time. But this was this was the game of the not not just of the round. I think of the past three months maybe. Lazio versus Napoli. I think there we did a watch long for this. Uh, for the people that are watching, uh, everyone was going crazy just because the ending was here. We also had Giuseppe Falanga, huge Napoli fan, uh, watching us with this, and it ended up in incredible fashion. Playing at the Stadio Olimpico, of course, but Insignia gets his first goal, beautiful outside the box. Just wanted to say, this was the game of beautiful goals. All three goals that were scored were absolutely beautiful, <laughs> and I watched all of them, I think, 10 or 15 times each because they were so good. But Insignia gets his first goal in Serie A from open play. Every, all of them before that have been uh, from the penalty spot, so that was huge from their captain. And um, then, just when we thought Lazio, uh, Napoli would probably close it out, 
Lazio ended up getting a, an, another incredible goal from Pedro. He has a hundred uh, senior club goals, and he did it in that fashion. So he scored an absolute scorcher against Ospina, who couldn't do anything about it. And just when we thought Lazio were going to end the game, and a lot of people were saying, counting Napoli out, saying, oh, they don't have the mentality, oh, they're not good enough, they're not this, they're not a contender. Fabian Ruiz, uh, Insigne layoff to Fabian Ruiz, he's 94th minute, incredible goal. Strakosha was right there, but he still could not save it. And right now, they stood up to the pressure. Something Milan couldn't do in the past, the Inter could have done with other people dropping points. They showed up, they got the goal when it mattered, and right now, they sit in first. On points, yes, with Milan, but from goal differential, uh, they would sit alone. And I'm not going to lie, I put Napoli to win, but this, this showed me a lot from Napoli. This goes to show that, wow, Napoli might go to the last, to the stretch. A lot, last season, I kind of categorized them in a way like they they ended up tying with Verona um, when they had a win and that kicked them out of Champions League and Juventus took the spot and I was like was this something psychological I was like because you know you have to be Verona this was a must a do or die and they couldn't go up to the task now they have Spalletti and it seems like they have a different kind of mentality going into these games I think the whole Anto's looking at me funny, My but you can God, talk. You can talk about it afterwards. But this this win is much more than three points for me. This shows that they're going to be fighting. They're capitalizing on Milan and Inter on their things, where where uh, Inter couldn't capitalize on Milan, and where I was talking about Juventus had the second most points in the new year 2022. Napoli have the most. They have the most points in 2022, and a lot of people counted them out. Counted them out. During January with AFCON, with three of their starters not being there, but they still managed to do it. And for the people that still do, uh, count them out, I think you guys have to reconsider Napoli as a Scudetto contender because they have the roster for it. And the biggest thing for me, I think they have the mentality for it. And that was the biggest doubt for me. Do Napoli have the mentality to do it? They have the players to do it, but do they have the mentality? And, and I think Spalletti is a huge factor of why they're doing so good. All right, since you just ended with the Spalletti, the only reasons why they're doing so good. I'm I think not saying the only reason. It's the only one that got nothing to do with Napoli being on first place yeah. right now. I'll tell you the reasons why. <laughs> I'll tell you the reasons why. <laughs> Fabian Ruiz, he put a laser over there. He actually looked at it and he meant it to put that ball Bend. right there on that corner. Bend like the way he bent it too. So, Insignia, like you said, scored a spectacular goal. So was Lazio's goal. Pedro shot. I mean, he could have saved it. Rospina could have saved it. It actually touched it. It went back in. But, but. Again, giving the credit to, to this Spalletti that was crying, it's like a, yeah, at the end of the game, it was kind of a, it, it it was got a little bit emotional. It was. Listen, listen, Spalletti he has never won anything so far. I'm not saying that he's not capable to win, but so far he hasn't won anything. He's got, he's got a tremendous team. Okay, he doesn't have a second uh, second line player. He's not. He hasn't developed anybody to say, "Hey, listen, you became good because I'm your coach." He was given a roster full of great players. Yeah, okay. I can agree with you so on that. So all he did, he took the work that, what's his name, Gattuso did before him. He took it with a couple other things and he, he continued the project. They, like you said before, for one point on the last game, they, I don't know if they gave up, they just didn't perform. Against Verona, they should have made it the Champions League. They didn't have Spalletti then. 
doesn't matter. They did well, but you cannot really blame Gattuso for. I don't want to blame Gattuso, but Spalletti, I think, is a different level of Gattuso. I don't I know love about Gattuso. that. I don't know about that. Okay, but anyway, 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 make so your point. My point <laughs> is that my point is that Spalletti deserve some credit, but was very minuscule. The credit what goes. What did he do to you? What did go, he do to the, you? The credit goes to the players and the, the way they perform and the story. Spalletti is not a, is not a magician. Is is a nobody so far okay. in this formation. And I finish with you. Are they are Napoli uh, scudetto contenders? Or are they gonna fall? Yes, through? they are. And I'm happy, very happy. I was I was telling you. I mean, even though I was I was a little bit disappointed that I, I wanted to be first place only by myself yesterday. I tried to play the mind game. I guess it didn't work out, but. But I'm very happy that Inter is going to have the face of the music and it's going to have the face. This guy here that is still dreaming to win the Campionato on the left and then AC Milan and themselves. So it's a, it's a four, maybe five, like Gaetano said before. It's a five-way race. Every game that you have to play, if you want to win, you're going to have to spill blood and you're going to have to just take the game and they said, I deserve it. If you just, listen, anybody that wins the Campionato this year is going to be one of the biggest wins. Anybody that wins, it's like a two, a two Scudetti should be given, okay? Because this is the fight. It's the toughest. It's the toughest fight. a long, fight. long yeah. time. Uh, Gaetano, go first. So Lazio drives me crazy. <laughs> I mean, this team, I had them high when we start, when the season started and then they always have up and down and up and down. And one of, of the big reasons, I think, that uh, you know they, they have up and down because when Lazio, in the first half, you know they, they played play, very they well. They played very they well. They started the match incredibly you know, well. And they had chances. Yeah. I mean, they could have put the game away. But then what happens is in the second half, Sarri starts riding down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see? <laughs> This is another guy with a project, right? It's another guy that has got a project. So oh, he starts man. writing down. I think he loses concern of where the game is going. I mean, come on. You know, you should be doing better yeah. than, than, than that. But I give a lot of credit to Napoli, which I did not believe that uh, when there was the African Cup and they were, they were going to miss those three players, Osimhen, uh, Gil, and Koulibaly, I thought that they were going to go down. So I give a lot of credit to Napoli and Spalletti because he kept them even though he had three of their best players and usually the, the best the back, players the, the backbone the spine, yeah. the spine you exactly. know they play and that's why they play so he did a good job keeping them right there and now with this win 30 seconds from the from the end of the game and that's why Lazio drives me crazy it's 30 seconds to the end of the game and you have uh, um, Insigne all alone and you have Fabian Ruiz, uh, Ruiz all alone anyway but those are the kind of, of games that you need to win to win a Scudetto I agree okay and winning with 30 seconds that does a lot for your mentality to, to, the, men, to the mentality the it does a lot room. that's why Spalletti was crying because you know you need to win those games and that could give you the big push against hello Hello? Yeah, I know. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> He's rubbing it in. Huh? It's all right. I'll get him after uh, after oh, the podcast. Man. Don't worry. No, no. What Gaetano said, I think Spalletti was emotional because he understood what this game meant. Oh, yeah. He understood that by winning this game, his players are going to be hungry for more. And, and, and the joy that they had that game, they can now use it when they have to verse Milan the next game. It was also important because they got... Abused, I have to say, it versus Barcelona. Yeah, three days prior. Outclassed. So 
you know, this was an important game to right. get back into the rhythm and, and, and say, okay, we forget and about to that. Believe. And to believe. So you need that little bit of magic sometimes. We were talking about a little bit of Lady Luck. Mm -hmm. Well, it was an amazing goal. Lucky that the only thing lucky about it was the 30 seconds before the end of the game. But it was an unbelievable goal. Um, I think with Napoli, there is something with Spalletti. You don't like him, but he's it's been. Not I don't like him. I don't like. I don't like him as a coach. Okay, me, as I can have a beer with him. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But Pete. Well, I, I can have a beer. I can have a shot of coffee, a croissant, whatever. But I think his coaching style. Okay, but as a coach, doesn't cut it for As me. a coach, he's made the, this Napoli team defensively sound, aside from the Barcelona games. Best defense in Serie A. Okay. He's found a partnership of Koulibaly and Ramani. Ramani was lost for two years. Okay, sure. lost, and he made him center part of this team. They picked up Juan Jesus for I think four hundred, five hundred thousand, and he's ended but up he's being on the bench. He's no, been a he's great been replacement when Koulibaly was gone. I know. So defensively, this team is sound, and not only that. I think one thing that maybe Gattuso might lack is the reading of the game. Definitely Lazio, we know already the ups and downs throughout the game. But Spalletti also uh, understood the game and was able to read. Uh, he's able to read the games and he's able to make the right subs mm. a lot of times. And that takes a lot of quality as a coach. Um, so I, I rate Spalletti very high. I know you say he's never won anything, but he's never had the opportunity to, to coach a top, top team. When he coached Inter, Inter were in disarray. Okay, we just changed three owners in the matter of that the same amount of years so he need, he has this opportunity now with napoli um to do something special yeah Literally. especially for napoli i think spalletti if he's able to win the scudetto oh, he's be going to be a living legend in, in napoli well, I, I would rather and him to win to be honest with you anybody but uh, but inter not because of Pete. that doesn't take a, no. a, a with the fact that we are friends but uh I hate your guts when it comes down to <laughs> you're to cheering for Inter and I'm an, I'm an AC Milan fan. But, but, if it's going to be somebody winning, let it be either Napoli or Milan because you, one next to the other over there, it's a disgrace. Okay? I'll tell you what, Spalletti's going to have a lot of less, even despite the, the loss and the slap that they got from Barcelona at home, the 4-2, that is the best thing that happened because I was saying during the stream, if you remember, Mike, did we stream that game? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Well, I was saying that it's probably the best thing that's happening to Napoli because they're not going to be worrying about this Europa, yeah. uh, Europa League. They're going to be focused on the on the campionato and they're going to just, uh, you know, take all that energy and just, uh, you know, try to, to end the, the... Yeah. So, they don't have that pressure with the Coppa Italia. They don't have that pressure with the Euro, with the Euro, Euro League. All, the only thing that you have to do is just try to to laser fo uh, focus on uh, on the campionato. End of the story. On the other hand, look at us. Now we still have to face the, each other two times. You guys are even with the Champions League with the Champions League with the Liverpool. Yeah. You have the makeup game, so you got plenty of your plate. So yeah. let's hope that things they go wrong for you guys and they go better for <laughs> us. And uh, wow. you agree with uh, with me, Catano? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. But uh, guys, I think we covered the big games. I do want to mention that Atalanta actually did win. 4-0 against Sampdoria. Jovinko still has not had his debut. He was he was left on the bench. But Atalanta, they still don't have a striker. Muriel was on the bench. Zapata, we all know uh, he's injured. De Deron was playing as a center back. So even though they have a very thin squad, they're still managing to collect the scraps and kind of 
grind it out. Right now, they sit three points behind Juventus, but they have a game in hand. So if they win their game in hand, they'll be tied on points with Juventus. So there's going to there's gonna be a real Champions League race to see what happens. Uh, they got to see, I know Peter was saying it a few times, they got to see if they can find like a, a free agent as a striker. There's got to there's gotta be someone for, with some sort of quality, a, a big man striker that can hold up the ball. That Muriel can do call. it. Muriel can do it. Muriel's not kind, of, that, not kind of a striker. Juventus, uh, Atalanta is a better team than Juventus and they know it. So that's why I would love to see Atalanta just picking up a, a, a Not anymore. With Vlaovic, it's we'll looking see. tough. I don't know. With Vlaovic is going to face his music when they're going to be facing, when they're going to be having like direct, uh, direct ma a match against the, the big teams. You'll see. Wow. Okay. And I also want to talk about Verona 1-3-1 against Venezia. I'm bringing this up because we all know Giovanni Simeone scored a hat-trick. And not just that. If we take out, if we look at the Capo Canoniere race in Serie A, Vlaovic is first, other Immobile. But if we take out penalty kicks from the Capo Canoniere race, we have Simeone, Immobile, and Vlaovic tied on 15 goals. Mm. So that says a lot. Uh, Vla uh, Simeone doesn't take the penalties for Verona. So maybe he could be a potential suitor for a bigger club in Serie A. A lot of people, including myself, think he's a little bit streaky, maybe need a little bit more time. But do you guys see something in him or no? How many, how many goals does Vlaovic has? 19? Uh, 20, I think. Was 20? It? 20, I believe, mm -hmm. yeah. So I'll tell you what, Simeone, Simeone, I mean, uh, maybe he's coming, he's coming to, uh, to you know, all together and uh, at his age. I mean, it's not that old. What is he, for 24, no, 25? It's 25, I would okay. think. I'll double so check. I, if I was a team like uh, Atalanta, for example, and where Gasperini can... Uh, can uh, 26. Can, yeah, 26. He's still in his prime. Uh, Inter, I don't think they're interested in Simeone because they get used to it, uh, with Lukaku. They just uh, they just praying and hoping that a miracle will happen that he's going to come back and because he's not happy at Chelsea. There's rumors of that. Well, listen, There's rumors. Bottom line, I think Simeone he, he could be he could be a very very good player in a in a team like I don't know Fiorentina in a team like uh, I mean he was in in Florence and they they gave up on him, but uh, like uh, those teams that they can fight for the Europa League, Atletico. How about Atletico too with his father? <laughs> with his father, we're gonna have I the was, cholo. I, I'd we're gonna have the cholo, him. the cholito. I don't think that the cholo is gonna be using because uh, there Go. could be a little conflict. They can, they can create some sort of a problem. I'd rather keep him in. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was only kidding. He, mm. he could play. He could play with um, Atalanta. Mm -hmm. You know, a team like that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but I don't see him being that star number nine. I'm, I'm still for me. Okay. I know he scored 15 That's goals, and granted, uh, he. Uh, that position you got to be able to score goals and that's what counts I'm not particularly high but he he is one of those hardworking strikers I think for maybe a, a team you know pushing for Europa League pushing for Champions League he can find a role there but listen Hellas Verona has been a joy to watch I think mm -hmm. ever since Tudor yeah. has got there how much is the coach who's the coach Tudor's doing a of great course. job so, yeah. so mm -hmm. I mean yes. it's, it's really something and uh, I just want to finish it off because um, I know Antonio loves this guy Domenico Berardi, the only Oof. player in Serie A that has double-digit goals and double-digit assists. Ten favorite, goals, ten favorite, assists. Uh, he signed a contract renewal, I believe, last season, and he seems like he really loves Sassuolo. I'm not sure if he wants to retire there or not, but he's been hinting that maybe it's time to move on. What do you value him at? I, to me, Berardi, for what, is, what he can do, what he's capable to do, what he has shown me, this guy is the real thing. I will never start a game without Berardi, and hopefully, if we can get him on AC Milan, it will be a huge plus. That that would be that that's a player that can put you over the top. 
more for me. How much? The oh, value. The value. value. Berardi, I will go out of my way to spend $50 million. Wow, you have that much money. That's a lot of money. $50 million is all <laughs> worth it. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. What do you guys think? 50? Uh, 50, yes. A little steep. Also for his age, he's a what age? It's not that old. 20, 28 probably. I'll, what is he? Mike? That can pay. Uh, yeah, that that guy can play 20, 28. 20. No, he's twenty eight. But I'm saying for fifty million, I'm, I will take him I in a heartbeat. I think it's a little too high. In a heartbeat. He's turning twenty eight. Yeah, you I think will, it's a little too high. Fifty million. You would give up on Messias? Yes, for Berardi. Yes. Yes. Maybe you could trade him. Oh. Messias listen, Berardi. maybe we can work out a deal, like you said. That's a, <laughs> listen, <laughs> you're joking about if you it, got right? Le, if you got Leao... No, no, Leao, oh, I'm keeping oh, it. Hold on, hold Easy. on. If you got Leao on the left side, and you got Berardi oh, on the God. right side, and you got Ibra in the middle... We're going to put you bad. out of your misery. We're going to smoke you. <laughs> you know, Berardi, We're going to smoke you. Know, you. you know, We're going to do like this. We're going to do sorry on you. <laughs> I'm going to fall what this chair. We're gonna smoke you like a papagna. <laughs> Easy, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I was gonna say with. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm gonna say. SAP, <laughs> you lost your brain. <laughs> I, I just wanted to finish off. Berardi is the top. We're talking about Berardi. No, I was gonna me. say Berardi. You know, he's an Inter fan. I, who cares? Oh, okay, so was Cassano an Inter fan. But when he came to play only in AC Milan, he wanted he won the campionato with, a, with his friend over there, with Allegri. Okay? And guess who was, uh, who was some of the major scorer? For AC Milan, when Cassano was there. Thank you. Why? Because Cassano used to take the ball, <laughs> put it on his foot, and said, okay, right. Ibra didn't score right. anywhere else. Oh, oh, it was all Cassano. And to finish it off, Anto, this is for you. Leo had an interview, and he said, I want to stay at Milan and make history here. I want my name written in the Milan Museum Thank you. One oh, day. boy, I love that. How does that make that. you feel? I like it. I like the, it. The I'll best thing you got going for AC Milan is Leo. Yeah, okay. I agree. That's a lot of potential. But a lot of Milan fans been saying, oh, Donnarumma said the same thing. Oh, Kessie said this. Kessie said that. Do you uh, think Leo's different? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't sound too confident. Yeah, you don't sound yeah, I know, Mike. No, I know now. 20 years from now, you're going to find the tape. I said, oh, look what Antonio said. That's why I asked you. Just yeah, okay. <laughs> I see, that's why you put me on the spot. From t- Next time, I'm not going to answer your uh, One your, last uh, your thing, uh, yeah. uh, and a heartbreaker from uh, Fiorentina, who oh, that they, was they had Bonaventura, which uh, got a record, and in 10, the two substitutions that Italiano makes, Saponara and Cabral, Saponara crossed the ball and Cabral, Cabral scored, scored and I think it was 87 minutes or 88 minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. And this Cabral, we were talking about it before, I mean, he scores, like he has an average he has a good of, ratio. One, yeah, of one goal a game or something, very close to that. But um, they they managed to, to tie the game um, and uh, then with 30 seconds, again, with 30 seconds to go, they um, they lost the game. They, they, you need a lot of, you need to focus the last minute, the last 30 mm. seconds. You can't get a goal in, in 30 seconds. And, and, and it was Berardi that got but the But they did assist. a good job. Italiano is doing a good job. Yeah. I, I the who scored? The Frel scored, right? The, the Frel scored. Yeah. Yeah. But even with Italiano, I think Fiorentina obviously going down to 10 changes the, the outcome of the game. But Sassuolo, the way Dionisi has this team playing mm-hmm. is remarkable. Don't, don't forget, That's true. beat Milan. Beat Juve, beat Inter. And That's sold a statement. Bo- and sold Boga. And mm-hmm. they sold uh, Locatelli. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of... Yeah. But the only thing with Sassuolo, I love watching Sassuolo, Sassuolo, of course. Uh, they remind me of a lot like Atalanta and Kiriakopoulos plays there. Uh, they don't. Ha- they have lack of motivation against mid-table to lower-table teams. And if they perform for that, 
they'd be fighting for a real European spa. But Dionisi's got to do something. He just gets excited when he plays, you know, the top six. Listen, if you look mind. at the way he crossed the ball, Gatano, I'm telling you, I was, I was watching that play when I went back home Berardi? several times. The guy... He just just slightly maybe with the, with the, the stuff of his eyes. He was on the right hand side. He gets the ball mm. and he puts this perfection cross right into the middle. And he meant it to do it because many times people don't, don't just cross the ball. Yeah. These guys. So you want those, to, you told Giuseppe talking the mic. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> This guy is one of the few guys that he puts the ball, even his technique when he, stri he strikes the ball, he puts his, uh, his foot forward, yeah. he doesn't lean back, he just goes and bombs <laughs> it. His technique is like a, no, a spectacular I, I like stuff. If I wanted to watch, if I had one kid one day that he had talent and I want him to <laughs> learn how to play soccer, I would just make every tape of Berardi. <laughs> not Cassano. This is, uh, of course, Cassano. Okay, but now, rolling Cassano is not playing right First now. Off, Berardi is a spectacular is a good player, player. But, you have to remember, playing with Sassuolo is one thing, playing on the big stage is another. Oh, he can play in the big sure. stage. That's if he true. played on the I, national team, that's a big he's stage. Been playing on the Don't tell team. me. Yeah. What's so what? Has what? he been performing? Of course he's okay. been performing. If you think so. More think, than Immobile. He's, he's done enough, but Pelotti. he hasn't been the spectacular yeah, guy. Maybe that's not the only video you're going to show. To me, he's got talent to sell on the field by far. I just want to say one last thing after that. I think Mazzari deserves a lot of credit for what he's doing with Cagliari. Great point. They've been able to get out of relegation zone and have this four-point lead, I think, now over Venezia. Um, Venezia still has a game at hand. Um, but Cagliari, I thought, were not necessarily out and dusted, but I thought they were going to need a lot of work. And already he's been able to get out, wiggle his way out. And he, he won versus a Torino, who I think... Very Rurich, good Torino. Yeah. So, a lot of credit to and, him. Uh, and speaking of uh, most points in 2022, uh, Pete, they have... 15 points in eight games that's the third that's a third amount than any other Serie A team so mm -hmm. which is incredible Mazzari is a second half team player it seems like because first half they were pretty horrendous we're talking about this on the stream probably because of uh when Godin left and um Caceres yeah. saying maybe there were problems in the locker room but Cagliari are definitely watch a game because I don't think any of the top teams want to play a team, even though they're close to the relegation zone. Those guys are spitting blood and fighting tooth and nail to stay up. So it's very exciting. A lot of passion watching them play. Listen, the soccer is in like the, the video game. Um, for, there's a it's lot of things outside that things that exactly. come around. And when it goes to these last 10, 11 games, and there's mm -hmm. a lot on the line, our human being... Uh, reaction and the way that mm. we prepare for a game changes. It's different. Because look how much excitement we have talking about this Serie A here. That are, is the English Premier League of a podcast I talked about with this kind of a passion? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. The league, I don't think so. There's only Real Madrid and Barcelona, a couple other scrappy team. But uh, this is the real thing, man. You're right. watching Serie A. I mean, it's, it's addictive. It's Where like are you a, watching it's it like a, you know what? Where are you watching? We're it watching on? it on Paramount Plus. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, link in the top of the description. Uh, what's that at the bottom? Oh, on the, the top, top of, of the description. description. Yeah, the link yeah. is over there. And uh, what's that, Gatano? How much, how much is for... Uh, $4.99. Okay. And if you go for a whole year, you save a month. And if you go to Starbucks, how much is a caramel macchiato? Six, six ninety-five now. Oh, wow. my God. Gatano okay, loves them. He gets them all the time. So never. Guys, I would never <laughs> spend... I would never <laughs> spend, spend that much money for a coffee. We should be having coffee coming soon. And then Ooh. you'll see we can, that we can uh, give you a good Perfect. deal. 
So, guys, on that note, Mike, spectacular job. I want to say thank you to Giuseppe, to Giuseppe Falanca for joining for us uh, during the, the podcast. And, Anto, uh, I want to thank you for coming. Peter, I want to thank you for coming. Gaetano, I want to thank but you But he didn't come. He didn't My come. Pleasure. Why are you thanking him? He was the first one to come. Ah, to come to the podcast yeah. tonight, but he didn't come to the, to the stream. He's going to come for Wednesday. Oh, he's going to come for... Are yeah. you coming Wednesday, by the way? Yeah, okay, yeah, so... Oh, thank you for coming Perfect. Wednesday, then, Gaetano. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, but guys, just like Antonio said, the Serie A is amazing. This is the season you do not want to miss. Like miss, like we said, top description, Paramount Plus. Check it out. And of course, check out Marco's journey right now in Italy. He's posting a lot on Instagram story. Follow us on IG Italian Football TV. Does Marco follow, follow the podcast too? Does he, does he follow the, from Italy? I'm, I'm going to send the first to him so he can oh check it God. out. Oh my God. All right. Oh God. Guys, we will see you for the derby tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Oh. Perfect. Pete, Chat. are you going to be here? I'll be here. Oh Hopefully my God. this is, uh, is going to be a good one. Pete, I want you to be happy. Okay? <laughs> All right, thank Win you. Win or lose, please. Perfect. Okay, Sorry. because I'm not going to... I don't put too much steak in the Coppa Italia. I know that you do. I know you don't put that much steak because <laughs> you don't buy the steak. <laughs> 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 That's the insider. All right, guys. Have a nice one. Ciao, guys. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>